I'm yes. Neva, and this is... I'm Jasmine St. Clair. How are you? Good. Yes. She's our first guest on Mr. Sister in the City, a bonus episode. Ooh. <laughs> See, I get to pop your interview cherry now. This is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> My birthday is the very first day of Scorpio season, which is October 23rd. Oh my god, it's the first day. So it's yes. on the cusp of Libra and Scorpio. And Scorpio. But I would say, and everyone else says, I'm a thousand percent Scorpio and then Sun. <laughs> I mean, it's a special mix, I think. <laughs> what are the characteristics of a Scorpio and Ooh. how do you embody them? Oh, yes. I'm extremely loyal. Like, I am loyal to the bone. Sometimes it's not really. You know, in my best interests, especially when it comes to stupid, some, some men, you know, that just don't give that back. Then um, I'm very hardworking with everything I do. I go a thousand percent. And I'm super sensitive to some things, but I just don't let people know. Yes, and very adventurous and very passionate. <laughs> so if I do, you know, any guy that goes out with me has to expect you're going to hold my hand in public. And if you don't want to hold my hand in public, then someone should just smash your knuckles because I like holding hands in public. <laughs> then, um, I mean, sometimes I get really fickle, I think, as a Scorpio. Like I told this guy I wanted to get married who was a friend of mine. Then he bought me a ring and I didn't think he was going to, it was real. And then... <laughs> But it was. Oh, yeah, but I didn't get married to him. Then he wanted, um, then I told him like a few years ago, I'm like, yeah, go win the lottery. Then he's playing the lotto. And he didn't win, thank God. <laughs> so, I mean, Scorpios do that. We go back and forth. But we get very like weird in, in our heads sometimes. Mm-hmm. And very, um, you, we can get over like, sometimes you get, what's the word? Um, over analytical? <sighs> yes, over calculating. But there's another thing we get sometimes. Uh, Sometimes you get anxiety about certain things, not things you can't necessarily control, but things you'd really like to go well. Yeah. You know, and I just kind of like, you know, I don't know about most scorpions. I do live my life on the edge. There's no answers or buts about it. Like, there's no question to that. And, you know, I just, I mean, that's, yeah, that's Scorpio. Loyal, passionate, hardworking, and, um, you know, you, you can expect the best. Yeah. Well, speaking about how he got a ring for you, oh, how God. many times have you been proposed to? On the internet? No. <laughs> um, let's see. A few times. Uh, twice I accepted. That thing with the ring. Oh, he got the ring from a twice gumball machine. Yeah, but I didn't get married. Oh, only once I got married. Oh, oh, this is so good. Yeah, okay, but he lives this. in his parents' basement now. Um, oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> if I do this again, I'd like to just get married and just see what happens. I'd like to get married um, in an ice castle. Whoa, wait a minute. They have a nice castle in the James Bond movies, They right? did? I don't I know. I feel like, um, <gasps> yes, 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 yes. Years ago, there was, I feel like circa 2001, there was definitely an ice castle in one of the James Bond movies. And where would that happen? Norway? Iceland or Iceland. Um, Finland. Uh-huh. And they do have an ice chapel there. And I saw a photo. Really? The, yeah, the girl, she's very pretty. She had like an ice blue... Um, Close? Yes, stole, and then she had the long. Oh. She looked like a Barbie, like a vintage Barbie from the sixties or something. Oh my god! The big yeah. hair and the pearls, very blonde and pretty. And then the guy, I forgot. I wasn't really paying attention to him, but she just looked really. I said, you know, I'd like an ice blue gown like that because I don't think I'll be wearing white any day soon. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to. No, I get it. Yeah, for it's sure. Sorry. Yes. Um. So when. How old were you when you had your first boyfriend? Me. 
First real boyfriend? Yeah. Aw. Um, let's see. I was 16. I was 14, kind of, but then I hit him with a handbag one day. I still have a photo of us before I hit him with the handbag. <laughs> Pre-hit. Uh, Pre-Jasmine days, yes. And then um, when I was 16, and I was with him for about um, a year and a half. He, yeah. We're still friends. He's a tattoo artist. How many tattoos do you have? Six, and I'm getting one more. Wow, okay, what are they and what's the one you're Sure, I have a black widow on my neck with a spider and I've earned my, if you get these girls, oh, I want to get a black widow. It's like so cool. No, I earn my tattoos somehow. Then I have another one, like way at the top, no one sees because my hair covers it. I was involved with a guy in a secret society years ago. <gasps> yes. Can you see what it is? Mm. No. You'll figure it out. If you look up where I went to college, you could probably put two and two together. Oh my God. Then I have a black flag tattoo because I love Henry Rollins. And he wants me so bad, he just doesn't know it yet. And then I have a Sepultura tattoo. Now, that's from Brazil. It's the first real big Brazilian heavy metal band. And that's what, yeah. Then I have one on my tailbone I got when I was in my 20s. I don't know why I got it. It was free-handed by a man named Reverend Eric, uh, Eric I. Then I have two hibiscus flowers on my left ankle. One for me, one for my dad, because he passed away of lung cancer. I had a Hello Kitty tattoo there, but it just wasn't very becoming. And then I have a Thor's hammer on my right foot. Oh, Yeah, cool. that hurt like so bad. I mean, it was really small at first. And then my friend in Norway um, did the real deal. And she's like one of the most skilled tattoo artists. Like she's gorgeous, but she knows her stuff. Like most of the girls that I know there are very, um, they're very self, like self-made in their mm -hmm. own ways. And they actually do stuff, you know, like what you do stuff. And I just like, I get, I get that mentality. That's the only mentality I understand. The Norway, how they do things. And just like a lot of like women, the yeah. women I know there, you know. Yeah. And they don't go posting like doing Instagram, that stuff. Yes. <laughs> so what's this sixth or seventh tattoo you're going to? Uh, I'm just going to get one in my rib cage here. I have oh. this other ex that I have, I had a restraining order against him. I just don't know, like he offered to do the tattoo for me, but I don't know if it's a good idea or not. Because of the restraining order. He goes a little bit crazy sometimes. He's like, he was trying to, I'll go out with him for dinner, but I don't want to be mauled. I'm not going to dinner with you to get mauled. <laughs> and I think he gets mad that I don't want him mauling me. Mm -hmm. So I'll probably go to the first ex from high school. He's safer. Um, it'll have something in Dutch written probably. And... Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm still figuring out what we'll do, but tattoos are very easily covered for me. Mm -hmm. So I've never like lost work from anything. From it. Yeah, yeah. Thank God. Sometimes yeah. they do that, but it's just like, okay, you know, screw you. Yeah. I don't want to work for you anyway. <laughs> what are the, what languages do you speak? Oh, I speak, uh, French is like my second language because I've been speaking French since I was five years old. Oh my God. I went to the French school in New York City. Yeah. So, oh, Le Lycée on Français. the upper yeah. uh, east side. side. Yeah. Oh my god, like by like 70. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, I yeah. walk past her all the time. It's near the uh, Alliance Francaise. So I speak French, Spanish, Portuguese, Norwegian, and German. English. Wow. And I could do sign language. Really? Well, I know the alphabet. That's cool. And you could, I could do this in sign language. <laughs> I'm not going to try it out in class, by She's the way. You're giving the middle finger. Huh? Giving the middle finger. Yeah. For the listeners. Yes, I'm giving all of That's you... The listeners, no. she was just giving us all... <laughs> no, it's, it's in a playful way, though. I am, too, because we don't... 
She taught me some sign language. Yes. Yeah, I'm using it. Yeah, fuck yourselves. Uh, oh, no, we can't curse. Okay, yes. But, um, oh, no, we totally okay. can't. So, yeah, I mean, I believe in Latin. Like, I speak some words in Greek, but I, I'm strong. Oh yeah, I'm very strong on languages because I just feel it's important. Like, if I, let's say, hypothetically, I'm going to go to Thailand. Mm-hmm. I would like to learn some Thai before I go there, just as a respect thing. Yeah. And um, with French... Like at the age of 16, my best friend's mom, she is a Black Black Liberation Army soldier. Mm -hmm. I had no idea, but it explains why we have like all these photos with these Black Panthers and stuff in a kid photo album. I used to teach your kids uh, whose parents were in jail French. It was fun. So I really, it was fun. It was a great job, but I didn't know that their dads were Black Panthers. Not that I care, but I got to tell you guys back then in jail, man, they styled. They had like bell bottoms and like really cool hair and shoes but yeah I know it's like maybe that's I don't know like my friend's mom was basically a second mom to me so when people try to figure out why I'm just like so strong about things and very um I don't know if aggressive is the right word but I just won't take anyone's crap Mm -hmm. it's probably being around women like that Definitely. Yeah, I mean, she. I've <laughs> <laughs> like seen that as a model or role model or yes. being around that. Yeah. It is. It's a big deal. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um, I had a question. Taking time. This is so pretty. Oh, right. We were talking about jail. That's where my Do mind you have any went. cats? Because I like cats. Oh, no. The oh, neighbors okay. have cats. Oh. I really want cats. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I really want to get a cat. Have you dated people who were in jail? Oh, of course. And did you write letters to each other? Did you meet when they were in jail or were you dating when they went to oh, jail? Um, let's see. One day I was in an Uber pool <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't know we were passing by the LA County jail and this guy just got out. So I was talking to him and it wasn't like anything serious. It didn't seem too serious so, <laughs> until like a few months later. And he just he really couldn't acclimate very well to being on the outside because when people are locked up for certain things, yeah. you know, and I, I don't know if I got that from my mom somehow because when she was in her 20s, she's with her best friend in San Francisco hanging out. And they met these guys at some Swedish breakfast place and they were talking. They're like, oh, well, why don't we meet you girls later? And, you know, we'll, um, we'll all go out for dinner. Sure. They went home and they're watching TV. And re- you see this thing about guys who just got out of jail and want to get back into society? Yeah. Like reintegrated. Right. And then they saw the guys on TV. <laughs> then my mom's like, yeah, we're not going anywhere with you. Oh, my God. But, I mean, yeah. Then I met, how else did I meet a guy um, who was in jail? Well, I put one guy, I think, back, well, he was in and out of jail. Uh, my boyfriend, who was a Westie. In New York City. I think he lived in his building, by the way, an Irish mobster. He lived on 9th Avenue, right across the street from where that Days Inn Hotel was. Oh, my God. The Skyline Hotel or whatever. Is that what it is now? Like on 10th and 49th. Mm -hmm. He lives right across the street in one of those. He still has the apartment there. Yeah. near the tattoo shop. Yeah, I know the tattoo. Okay, yeah. So I I lived right by there. Yeah. (laughs) Um. I don't know if you ever, there was an article, I think it made the paper because he was waving a handgun up and down 10th Avenue, threatening to blow my head off. When was this? Oh, this was in like 2002, 2001, 2003, around there. And we had a huge argument. Um, I was trying to rekindle what we had when we were, I don't know what I was trying to do. Um, And then we had an argument over something and he was, I didn't know he was screwed up on drugs. 
Oh boy. And it got into a huge debacle in the street. So fine, he threatened me, that's that. He went home, I went home. Then uh, he left messages for me on my phone. So I went to the sheriff's station on 51st Street and the police station. And I told them I had no idea they were going to beat the living crap out of him and stick him in jail for the weekend. (laughs) And um, I mean, I guess I put him there at one point. But he's a talented tattoo artist now. And that's really all that matters. I've met guys either before they've been in jail or while they were in there or they got out. I don't think I ever... Did I ever meet anyone while they were in jail? Oh, yeah. He was on probation. And then he got sent back. Okay. And did you then write to them while they were there? Yeah, I wrote to them a couple of times. Okay. I don't know if I can ask this. I don't really know much about it, but conjugal visits. Oh, you have to Is that a real thing? Oh, okay. Okay. And you haven't been married, so there's nothing about that. No, I wasn't married to anyone in jail. (laughs) He's too chicken. Um, Because he's in the basement. He's He's not going anywhere. (laughs) He tried. Um, uh, Now, the... Like, Charles Manson got married. I'm sure he got conjugal visits. Yeah. Now, a lot of these guys do get married specifically for those things. I mean, I have no problem with guys in jail as long as they've not really harmed, like, an elderly person or killed someone horribly. Yeah, because there's all reasons, and we don't know how the law is twisting Mm -hmm. things Mm -hmm. or what the lawyers are saying. So there's all that part of it. So we don't actually ever know the extent of why they're in there and how valid all of that. I've seen um, stuff before where prosecutors withhold evidence from the yeah. defense attorney. Like, I know someone in jail now for something, because um, I know someone doing an article on this man, and a lot of the witnesses against him were bribed. Wow. And it, I don't think the, uh, the defense lawyer knew. Now, the prosecutor was supposed to handle the Weinstein cases, uh, and now he's not going to because he screwed up. So you can't always, like, you're not always sure what people are there for. Totally. But I don't think I'd want to date someone who just got right out that second. What is in that tree? Is that something? Or just tell me that's your arm. You don't have squirrels here. Oh, it's your shadow, I think. Never mind. (laughs) Oh, my God. I was so freaked out. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, Oh, it is a squirrel. It is a squirrel. He's coming in. That is beautiful. We should open the window and let him come. Oh, my God. Do you see it? Yeah, I see it. Squirrels have big balls, yes. They were like so. I, I I've know. never seen Me that either. up close. <laughs> I don't think you want to. Um, <laughs> so happy we got to I see that. Squirrel balls together, we've seen it. Now we could say yes, they have. We're forever they have bigger balls than most men that I encounter. <laughs> you know, it's funny when guys could scream at you from a car and you oh. go up to them and start dishing it out they don't know what to do no they don't car. <laughs> they don't expect anything because they're in their safety box right they yeah, don't expect anything beyond it box and just it's get like it. yeah. that episode of sex in the city i didn't even mean <gasps> yes, to relate yes. when miranda like goes and talks when miranda goes up to the construction guy and she's like what you want to fuck me and that? he's like He's like, sorry, I, I have a wife. I, the, to the because the construction man's always like, hey, baby. Yo, baby. And eventually, how you doing? she's like, what? What do you want? Let's do this. And he's like, you're crazy. Which one's Miranda? Um, the lawyer with the red hair. Oh, the red hair. I yeah. can see that. Yeah. I, my favorite was Samantha. I love her too. I like her because of Smith. Totally. And I like how Smith really took care of her and cared about her. I like that too. Is that your type? Um. The blonde guy, yeah. Yeah. Tall, yes. Like physical type. Yeah, of course. I yeah. love, there's, it's no secret, I love blonde haired, blue eyed guys. <laughs> um, I don't, I've gone out with Guido, like Guido guys before. Yeah. 
you know, you have to do that at least once to say totally, you've gone out to get out of your shore. system. Is a Jersey Shore type, yeah. <laughs> That's stupid. Ugh. Yeah. Like they put their cologne and you could smell it like twenty oh feet away. Oh my god, like nauseating. Oh, the guido, who baby, you want to go out with me? No, I don't want to go out with you. <laughs> um, yeah, I like tall, blonde-haired, blue-eyed guys. Usually Europeans, ones with passports, preferably. Like accents. Um, sometimes it depends. I dated this guy once from Finland. Oh, it was annoying speaking to him sometimes. Yeah, like you couldn't stand huh? it anymore. Huh? It's like, what are you, Borat? Like Lil T, yeah. <laughs> I mean, now he's married with some girl, some regular girl, and his life's boring in Finland. Yeah. Is he born uh, married to a Finnish girl or mm. to a regular, like, uh, American? regular Finnish girl. Oh, uh, okay. Very boring. Very, um... Oh, I stay at home and make babies and, you know, I make lingonberry for you and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. In the meantime, this guy's out, like, racing motorcycles and racing cars. Oh. Yeah, I know. Interesting. Right? So he's into that life. Uh-huh. So you're uh-huh. really into motorcycles. Oh, yeah. And so, and you have a past. I don't know if you still currently wrestle. Um, I, I do or, go into the ring sometimes. Yeah. Because um, it really helps with confidence and stuff, you know, being with the whole improv community. <laughs> hey, maybe that's that's very brave. Like, who knows? That would be so cool. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, I used to. Yeah. Wrestle. I do a lot of appearances still. Yes. Oh my gosh. So, how did you get involved in that world? Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. I, okay. I grew up watching wrestling. Oh my god. With my grandmother. And, oh. Um, yeah, yeah. We used to go to the shows and stuff. And then, um, what happened? Oh, then uh, I became friends with um, this guy. Devon Dudley and Bubba Ray Dudley, they were the Dudley boys. Mm-hmm. Big Dick Dudley, that's a weird name right now, but we were all friends. <laughs> and then one of them was like, look, why don't you come in for one of the pay-per-views? We'll introduce you to the owner, which was Paul Heyman. It was Extreme Championship Wrestling. I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. So they started to shoot promos with me. Then I debuted at the pay-per-view. And then I really liked it. So I went ahead and I took classes from a guy named Mondo Guerrero. Who is, oh, yeah, Eddie Guerrero's uncle. But mm-hmm. he used to, he taught me how to moonsault. I mean, it takes a lot of guts to get moonsault? up. Yeah, like moonsault? you get up on a top rope and you, whoosh, you flip over. Whoa. And then I also was trained by an original, uh, an original glow girl, Sue Sexton. Wow. And she trained me up in Calabasas. Wow. So I was trained by an original glow girl. I, like, I got ring psychology very well. And what those girls were about. And I mean, it was like hardcore stuff. It's like Wild. better than the WWE. Now, um, then I worked for, I've worked for a couple of companies. And then eventually I just like, I don't know, I just kind of moved on. And I was offered a job from one company, but I don't like the sleazy politics. And I'm like, you know, oh, I don't need this shit. Interesting. I'll just move on and find something else to do because I can. Yeah. And that's when it. when did you move to California? Oh, I moved here in '96, and I've oh lived, my god, yeah, I've lived here on and off since the '90s till present. I went back to Norway. I went back to Brazil. Oh, she's um, Brazilian. Everybody. Yes, hi, half hi. or full, half. My mother's okay. side. Okay, mother's side. And then what's your father's? Side? He's Dutch, and um, this is like the best comedy. Oh, thank you. <laughs> He's interesting. Uh, my dad, and then um, so yeah, I just what did your father do? Like, what was his Oh, he owned a company in St. Croix, U.S. Virgin Islands. He had a few businesses. They would distribute sundries. Now, it's weird how he got that because they had something like that in Holland. Mm -hmm. And now his father went to the West Indies, to Suriname. And he remarried to a West Indian woman. So I have people in my family through Half-Blood that are like, um, 
African-American, which is fine, you know, because I remember one day running into someone in the street that knew me that said we're related. I'm like, I don't think so. <laughs> but you can have that fantasy if you have like oh. a sick twisted daddy fantasy or something. <laughs> and he explained it. I'm like, oh, then come oh, to find true. Yeah. <laughs> like my grandfather, you could actually look him up. He gave me basically... He was partially responsible for inventing ska. He was in, he played like seven instruments, spoke like a zillion languages, like mm-hmm. my dad did. But yeah, my dad. He wow. um, he owned these companies that would distribute sundries throughout the Virgin Islands. What are sundries? Like uh, potato chips. Oh, beer, okay. Sodas, yeah. Uh, what else? Um, um, nothing except you'd probably want an earthquake. I mean, <laughs> okay, <laughs> like stuff at a convenience store, that type of stuff. Like at a gas station, like, like Monster Energy drinks, stuff oh, okay, like that, iced coffees. And, and what about your mom? She's a criminal defense lawyer. <gasps> Whoa! I did not meet my my boyfriends through there, just for the record. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> nice little hookup. Yeah, could have been, but was it? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> and when you came to LA in the '90s, what was your goal or intention, or what did you see for yourself? I don't know. I just wanted like it was just something different, you know. I yeah. always wanted to go to LA and ride a motorcycle, and cool. that was like one of the things I did. Um, and then I, I came out and I just kind of like fell into whatever. And then I just, uh, then I was just, I don't know. Um, after like being here, you know, and doing a bunch of really cool stuff, I just went to Brazil. Really? Wow. I had a job offered to Sao Paulo. We're from Rio, but I was in Sao Paulo for a few years on Rio. And then I had a job transfer to Norway with the music. I was working for a music network interviewing heavy metal bands. So cool. I got pushed into Norway, but I was dating a guy in mm-hmm. a black metal band. He played keyboards. He was such a good app. <laughs> yeah. So do you play any instruments? Or I sing took guitar or lessons and I did drums when I was a kid. Oh, cool. But you okay. know how New York City is. You can't have like a full on drum set. No. Or electric. Yeah. I had your apartment. Guitar. Yeah. But I don't. I don't do that anymore. I don't sing unless I'm like forced to in a freaking musical improv. <laughs> improv class. class. It's just like, do we have to do this shit? But it was. It's fun. I like it. It's yeah. cute. Yeah. It's really scary though. Like when we had that audition for Con Four, I'm like. That's stressful. Oh, you were the mariachi man. Jack. Jack, I'm gonna kill somebody. I loved that though. I thought that was he hilarious. Was like, how was me? You were be- it was such a well, funny scene. Well, he was scene. doing Jack Black because I love Tenacious D, and I think he picked uh, up on that. Okay. And then he just went with that. Jack's super smart. So then, um, yeah, yeah. it's the only time I will sing. Other than that, I'm not getting in the street. I'm not doing <laughs> karaoke. No, I don't like it. Yeah. I don't like karaoke. What are you being for Halloween this year? Myself. Oh, <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't really have dressed up in a while. Yeah. Um, I think like half the people in this town though should just be themselves because all year round, they're so all year round, we're all pretending yeah. to be somebody else anyway. Um, I don't know. I don't really. I, I just don't like Halloween as much anymore. And, okay, fair know, enough. Because you just you don't. There are people out there that are idiots, and there are more and more idiots as each day goes each on. Each day goes on, more and more comes. And some yeah, jackass. True. And I had a stalker uh, at some conventions. I was signing at. This yeah. guy, Christopher Infanti, which I could say his name. Um, he was coming up and he had like he had like a Freddy Krueger thing on once. That's scary. Yeah. There are a lot of them at these conventions and then What are the conventions? I went to um to Fright Fest in oh, um, cool. yeah, I've done okay. a bunch of those and then comic ones. 
Another time he dresses macho man. I just didn't know who this idiot was. Yeah. He was waving a handgun outside of my freaking hotel. Oh, boy. Oh, God. So finally they picked him up. And it's just scary that the cops don't do anything, which is yeah. serious. Yeah, which is like a big problem. It happens all the time. Yeah. You call them. They have to have like a reason. They can't give a restraining order. And right. then the person's... They can go kill you. Dead, yeah. yeah. Right. But yeah, that's why I am a strong firm believer in street justice for sure and it's pretty yeah. evident like i believe in guardian angels hell's angels i believe in mobsters what's guardian angel well that's from new york oh yes curtis de silva so they would ride the um they were riding the trains in the 80s and 90s making sure that they were safe oh that yeah, thing. With the oh my god okay, yeah. i remember that they yes. used to come by the school all the time i was at anglo-american um that was on the west side and there was a guy who was like a diplomat's son that was friends with these guys. I was like 14 wow. or 15 and I became friends with Curtis De Silva. Like he was calling my house. My mom answered the phone. She's like, do you know how old my daughter is? He's like, well, <laughs> yeah, you know, but there's some predator, you know, coming around the school. I just want to make sure she's, she's okay. okay. My yeah. mom showed up at the school the next day when Curtis was peeking. Oh my god, thank god. But I mean, he was was trying to help you though, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, he met her. He was really respectful. I'm saying to myself, is this asshole like trying to court me or my mother? Like, which one was it? Which one was he? Yeah, he wasn't doing anything. She was just a nice guy. What did you do after high school? Did you take any other others because i know like you were talking about always learning and taking courses what other things have you taken i went to schiller international university in london oh my god it was fun i had family there so i gone to university there then i came back and i finished up at columbia university and i took business i took uh, yeah i was one of the best things was business um and then after that i mean i always i was in advanced placement french when I was a okay, kid. I yeah. took Latin in like middle school. Neat. Which helped with everything. Because it's the root and it kind right. of, yeah. We don't realize it then. Like I could probably still do the Lord's Prayer. Um, and then, you know, I just kind of ventured off into things. Uh, mm-hmm. My best friend went to Barnard, which is that all girls school. I mean, mm-hmm. I, the girls there were trying. Is it kind to, of like a Vassar situation? Ugh, that they tried to of... get our guys. It's like, you're not getting Columbia boys. <laughs> just stay with you. But she was my best friend. So yeah. I was in, her student film and it oh. went to like Sundance it was the weirdest thing cool I had no idea what any of this shit was it's when Times Square was really fun yeah with all the grime and dirt and prostitution it was really and yeah. yeah so we did a film and then I had no clue what Sundance was I just I was calling her oh yeah it's Elise you've reached me when we had answering machines right and the film made it, it into was such Sundance a different I'll be in Colorado call me back in two weeks beep it's like, okay, I have no clue what Sundance is. Just give me a call when you're back. But yeah. But now it's like a great thing you can put on your bio and resume. But I, I guess you've done so many other things, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, it's like, geez. It's like, okay. so But it's it's a cool start, you know, because I'm crafting a one-woman show. And oh, like, yeah. And yeah, you have to get into all of this stuff. So you go back into things. And then, um, like, I want to get a copy of the film. That'd be great. Yeah, I yeah. did the makeup on it. I know. I, I remember I had blue eyeshadow and red lips. I played a streetwalker, and it was fun. But you know, just so much of New York is where I spent the majority of my time, and in Europe, which was very yeah, instrumental, very cultural. Yeah. yeah, New York's a great place. You know, you're from New York City, so yeah, you get I lived it. there for three years. It's so different. It's it was fantastic. a Westie. Oh God! What year yeah. were you living in Hell's Kitchen? 
Um, last year, and then, like, so 2000, 2014 to 2017. The psycho was there then, still, so, yeah. Oh, my God. Well, I lived in a building with lots of crazy people, so uh-huh. maybe he was uh-huh. one of them. Okay, we just talked about streetwalkers and yes, prostitution, yes, so let's yes. get into sugar baby dumb because I'm, like, so excited. Oh, yeah, um, me too. What kind of? Okay, so I didn't even realize there were different types of sugar daddies. Oh, yeah. So I kind of want you to talk about your experience with... Okay, so first of all, I want to talk about when did you decide to take the jump or was it just like an an organic, unintentional transition (laughs) to go from regular dating into then monetizing and... (laughs) How does that happen? When does the crossover happen? Well, I just... I think it went in organically because I had no idea what sugar babying was. I knew about mistresses. I mean, we're in Manhattan. Of course we know this stuff. I mean, it's not my first rodeo. And I just, my friend was the very first uh, Jewish playmate. And we went to, um, what's your your friend? Ellen. Her name was Ellen. And she took me to what hotel was it? To the lobby or at the bar. And like, this guy was really cute and stuff. And we were talking really sharp and put together. (laughs) And, you know, we're going out, but he just, um, I mean... He would start buying me things. I would have slept with him anyway, you know? I wasn't paying a price on myself. And when you work at strip clubs, I was dancing at Flash Dancers when it first opened up and it scores. You'd meet the guys there. And after being in, like, a relationship prior to that that was just horrible in every single... Like a real-life relationship? With a jerk, yes. Yeah. Who'd probably have to be a daddy for the rest of his life. Um, It's, like, refreshing. That's like, oh, wow. Oh, really? Okay, cool. And you feel like you're in control of it. You could be picky. Right. You know, and I mean, these guys weren't like ugly old. I wouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. Even though I know a guy like that. I call him um, the JD, but he, he looks like Mr. <laughs> Burns from The Simpsons. Oh, yes. That jerk, yes. Okay, he wanted to I set him up you. with a friend of yeah. mine. Yeah, for $2 million. I'm like, what to deal with you? Ill, really? I'd rather shoot myself. So, <laughs> I think, I don't know if that was very ego bruising, but... I decided to transition into this whole thing, you know, in the 90s for a brief minute. Mm-hmm. And I've watched it evolve throughout the years, here and there, mm-hmm. in the 2000s, here and there. I dabbled a little. Yeah. And, you and know, you just crosses everyone's mind. mind. Like These girls don't yeah. know what the heck they're doing these yeah. days. And these men have such lower standards. And they wonder why, like with this hot Me Too movement. It's just a right. perfect time to me too, a daddy. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> you know, you're not supposed to. I don't want to give anyone ideas. <laughs> daddy. Daddy. I just love that phrase. It's the perfect time to me too, a daddy. It is. I just love it. It is. And like, you know, the thing is, a lot of them have a lot to lose. And, um, you know, being a mistress is fun. I know guys look down on that. It's usually the guys that want to have sex with you, but you've turned them down. And they don't right. have, you know, anything to really offer you in any relationship. But right, so girls have turned them down, like, in their life. And then now yeah. they have money. So they're like, now hey, I can baby, get someone to sleep with me. But, you know, I, I wouldn't say... I think nowadays it's a form of prostitution, for sure. Mm-hmm. Before, I don't think it was really prostitution because... I mean, every guy pays for it through the nose at some point, even if you're in a relationship. Even if you're in a relationship, usually they like picking up the tab, like dinner, things. Uh, yeah. Or, yeah. You're supposed to pick up the dinner tab. Is there something I don't know? But, um, yes. <laughs> Where's your boyfriend? Hey. Um, no, no. He always gets dinner. Like, I just want to like, make sure. Great. Okay, no, no. He good. always insists. And like, if I try, he's no, like, you're not, not trying. Enough. Stop. <laughs> Stop it. Unless it's his birthday. Um, 
Hari gets laid off. Uh, but, (laughs) (laughs) um, but I mean, it's just, it was different. Like, you know, it was just fun. You'd have an older, attractive guy that was talking to you and doing these nice things. I think every woman should experience that at one point. I don't mean go on these websites. It's just another version of back pages now. And it's I back page. Oh, like yes. the, the pictures in the back of like the magazines or the newspaper mm-hmm. that okay, it was like an the classified. Site. Yeah. Yeah. And this oh. is yeah, it was more of a, this is more of an emotional thing. Mm-hmm. But how these girls, I mean, they can't even speak freaking English. I come from Russia. What do you want? No. Okay, no. You know, the guys it's different, I think. When I was doing it, I think it was more of a real companionship than anything else. So there wasn't necessarily sleeping together involved. Oh, like, I wanted yeah. to. No. <laughs> <laughs> if you saw these guys, you'd want to, too. You wanted to? So what stopped it from that. happening? Oh, I did. Of course Oh, I did. you wanted to. You did. Okay. A few times. Okay. Yes. Were there any circumstances where you didn't? If I didn't feel like it, I'd just say, look, can we just, like, um, it's a really nice dinner or a really nice lunch, babe. I just, can we just go out or do something else? Oh, sure. No problem. Yeah. You know, like that. And they would be fine with that? Yeah. I mean, and... cause these are more of, um, these are men that are lacking something. Right. It's lacking usually an emotional relationship with someone at home. Maybe, you know, people have kids. It's not always all, you know, games and fun. True. They need like a, a break from all the seriousness right. or the stresses in their life. Exactly, like yeah. they're running around with a kid and like changing diapers. Like, who wants to do that? So, <laughs> yeah, no. Um, then, you know, then I just, I don't know. Like, it's usually that's what it was. I had a daddy once that owned a very big travel agency, and he was um, he was impotent, so I don't have to worry about anything. Oh. But he was a psycho. He got completely crazy with me. Why? I just want to know why. And he hung up the phone. I'm like, huh? Why? What? I didn't call him. I was at Ozfest in San Bernardino hanging out watching Ozzy Osbourne and he wanted to know why I wasn't picking up the phone. Then he, I couldn't call him back. He was in Switzerland or wherever, going to Switzerland. Then he's like, he calls me when he gets off the plane. I was off my meds for a while. I'm sorry. I'm like, okay. Wow. So, yeah, I mean, I thought that was, it was funny, but I mean, it, it really comes with a price. Like, you have to sit there by the phone and be there. And it's just like being at someone's job. Yeah. It's a job. That yeah. is a job. So it's a job, like, I just didn't want. I like to sit back from afar and watch it. Yeah. And he, my friend, uh, he was the daddy of all daddies. This man, Jeffrey, you very nice man from oh. New York. And his motto was, look, there's no excuse not to give a girl money. So he became, uh, he was, it was with my friend's daddy for quite some time. There's no excuse not to give a girl money. If you have it, right. That means it's just if you're dating in general or in just general, in or just this... If a sugar daddy thing. Look, he, he took us all out to Mr. Chow. He must have like had a bill for $700 because yeah. we were drinking sh- uh, pink champagne. Well, that's fine. But even when I went to visit him and his, you know, my friend who was his, I mean, his, his girlfriend, uh, uh-huh. You know, he gave me, he paid for the Uber, but he gave me like two, three hundred bucks just to show up. We were just hanging out, having like a salad by the pool. Wow. So, you know, there are different versions of it, but I just think nowadays between Instagram and these stupid websites. Right. And like seeking, how do you feel about seeking arrangements? It's another version of prostitution. Do you feel like it's downgraded the artistry of escorting or sugar sugar babying? Yeah, it surely has. I mean, Uh all of these sites have. Yeah. Like oversaturated Uh it or so like people are slipping through. I guess it's like, 
I guess like in acting or in any job mm-hmm. you do, mm-hmm. that the like the more oversaturated it gets, yeah. like people are like, oh, it's easy, I can do that. But it's still there's still like there's still skill to it. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't mean having five million Instagram followers that you buy either. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but a lot of these girls are hooking on Instagram. I mean, this is what sugar babying is now. There is no more. Uh, what's the word? There's no more like class or like no mystique. Yeah, it's just it's so different. I don't think there are that many great guys on those websites. You know, I've been on them, looking at them, but I haven't. I wouldn't do that. But why do you yeah. think that is? Do you think it's because those men that have those things are now like? Um, do you think they're getting into? I don't know. Not going online, but are just finding people in person, mm. finding people through like services, like I don't know, the millionaire matchmaker. Not, or that's a new one. Or... I think like that's all those matchmaking services are a form of prostitution if you really think about it. True. What about Tinder? Do you think that's a form of prostitution in a way because there's like an assumed no because you're sexual... not sexual. <laughs> yeah, true. But what about if someone takes you out for dinner and doesn't give you like cash money, but you're still getting the value of a dinner? But oh, then is all of dating prostitution? No, no, no I know. That's like a whole If the guy is hot, if they're attracted to each <laughs> other. Like... I mean, I was on Tinder once and only once looking around just to see what it was, and I took the app off my phone. I'm like, really? It's so, stressful. Well, I, I went into an audition room, and after the audition, the director said, you know, I saw you on Tinder, and I swiped right. I'm like, what? I'm like, oh. oh. I said, you know, my friend was screwing around with my phone. That That's not me on Tinder, which... <laughs> yeah, I mean, you just didn't want to get involved I, I in that situation. That. It's so in like impersonal dating someone like that. Like it with is. at least with the sugar daddies that I had back in that time, I met them in person. And what's the best gift you've gotten, or what are some of your favorite gifts that you've gotten from them? Or most expensive, or most exciting, surprising vacations in a way because those are experiences and. Like, they're life experiences, I would say. And do they accompany you on vacation? Or do you um, just go on your... I know you go on some of your... Do your own traveling, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, no. So would they fund your your oh, personal then? traveling? Yeah, yeah. Or would you go... And and would you go together sometimes? Sometimes I'd have, like, my own room. And these were with really oh. high rollers that were really big-time Sometimes people. you'd have your... That's nice to have your own room. Well, one of them owned, like, a jewelry company in Switzerland. And, um... Like, we were just, like... We are more friends than anything yeah. else. And it just, it was really cool. And Does it, it feel handsome. lonely though? Like Me? to have to go back yeah. to the hotel room alone at night? Oh, no, no, no. No, no I would, because, um, you know, I have friends in so many places, but I like to get out and explore and do things. Yeah. So back then, some of those vacations were financed by them. So I would say those experiences. Then um, what else? Uh, diamonds, of course, we all know. <laughs> Stay in a safe somewhere. Uh, you know, and that's it. And just life experiences in general. Yeah. And other than that, I mean, I don't really, I haven't spoken to these guys in ages. Like, I, I know one of them sees me on Twitter all the time. <laughs> one day I tweeted, what is this, ex-sugar daddy's gone wild? You know, and he was like, oh he God. once told me he wanted to be my knight in shining armor. Then he he filed for bankruptcy. Like Peter I'm like, what are you going to do? I said, be my knight in shining armor. Are they going to like repo the armor or something? Because you filed yeah. for bankruptcy, you idiot. <laughs> oh my God. I know, I know. It just sometimes they check in now and again. Oh, hi, how are you? And blah, blah, blah. But I don't want to ask them for anything. It's like, yeah. It's too much. It is, yeah. 
when do you oh mr yeah. so you talked about the guy that your friend referred to as big well yeah that was a boyfriend i was dating oh that was a boyfriend yeah that was so that mr. wasn't big. a sugar oh, no, daddy no, no. It situation was a mr. big type thing he looked like i just wanted to date someone that was a poindexter at that point <laughs> <laughs> i mean i was doing my public service but um i just like he was really handsome he met me at a steakhouse in new york at sparks Oh, okay. And he'd watched wrestling. He's like, well, I'm a really huge fan and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, fine, whatever. It's nice meeting you. But oh he picked God. up the tab for me and my friends. That's nice. And then... Um, Were you he... impressed? No. <laughs> no. Okay. No. <laughs> you were I... just like, okay. I'm like, thank you very much. It's very sweet of you. And he left this card at the front with the coat check girl for me. Uh-huh. I did ask her, did he tip you? She's like, yeah. I'm like, what did he give you? Oh, 20 bucks. I'm like, okay, that's fine. So, you know, I called and we went out to lunch a few times. But then after that, the relationship was just him emailing and emailing. Then we'd see each other email early. Like appointments almost. or Yeah, yeah. I'm like, why don't... You know, so we're going to go to a bed and breakfast in Connecticut for the weekend. Why do you have to email all this to me? Why can't you just pick up pick a phone? Pick up the phone, yeah. So I took off with this guy who owned like a skateboard company. and He was way cooler. I mean, hey... The sex was amazing, but it's just like, I, I can't deal with that. So I come to find out much later on, he married a girl that needed a green card from Poland. This is the big guy? Yeah, Mr. Big. He was just like Mr. Big. My friend referred to him as that because oh, yeah, he was I guess he marries like Natasha, but I guess she didn't need a yeah, green card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Natasha didn't need one, yeah. but he just didn't get it. Like, he wouldn't, I mean, like, at least in Sex and the City, he got her a black diamond ring. Yeah. And most people that know me, I'm a black and pink diamond type of gal so cool. yeah and I, I'm not gonna wear a white diamond unless it's got black in it somewhere but um yeah so I, he just didn't get it like at least Mr. Big in the show was cooler yeah. and she had all those shoes too so. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so when did you step outside of the that life I don't know if we call it lifestyle yeah. or sure. like when did you decide to oh, like how, up. <laughs> how long um, were you in it I was in and out of it for like, like five from years, like the six 90s years until like mm. the mid two thousands. Um, kind of, sorta, yeah, on and off for like yeah. that time period. Mm -hmm. And I really didn't see it as something that I needed to be involved in. I think it was just the thrill and yeah. the fun of it. Um, it does sound fun. I was nice to these guys. One of them uh, was kicked out of the house by his wife. Just because she found out. I don't know. I think she's just a horrible human being because he ended up dying. And oh my god! Uh, yeah, I was um, I was living in the marina at that point, Marina del Rey, but I was okay. going back to Europe quite a bit. So I said, "Look, um, if it's a problem, just come out here and stay here. I'm going to be gone for a few weeks, and you can have my car and my apartment keys." And I I, I let him do that. Wow. Um, then, like there are times I went out to dinner with that guy or just lunch. He introduced me to his kid. I wrote a letter of recommendation for her to get into Columbia University, like I promised. Oh, because you had gone there, yeah. so that's, okay. I, I don't think she ended Alumni. up because he passed away, and she moved back to Boston with her mom. But I would say the wife is basically what killed him, unfortunately, yeah. I think that does happen because you're so stressed, you're not breathing, there's like... He was a nice person. Just, like, I could have just asked him for something once, hey, I'm stuck for an airline ticket, I can't get out of here, can you help me? And he'd do it. Wow. Because we were friends. Like, I was always friends with these people. Yeah. Nowadays, I don't think these girls are real friends. Like, I, I was walking down Fifth yeah. Avenue a few weeks ago, and I saw this woman. She was like, she did not look good. 
She shouldn't have been wearing what she's wearing. She has like her face in. Oh, well, you know, I sing, I dance, I act. You know, a little bit of all that. I knew what she was doing. And oh, she was in the middle of the night. Like interviewing. Oh, oh, she was going to go over to someone's place. Probably to a bar. And he was like calling someone. to meet her. Yeah, isn't that gross? It's just, yeah. it's so gross. And I just like, there's so many different types of daddies out there. I don't know if it's gone downhill, but I could surely tell you this. There are a lot of girls... The younger ones who mm-hmm. definitely, I mean, they're not doing their nails. They're not getting their hair done. They're not doing much of anything. Any maintenance. And they, they smoke and it's just gross. I mean, it, you smell like a freaking ashtray. Yeah. Yes. It's the worst. And I guess it's just, nowadays. Like drinking a lot too, probably. Yes, thank you. Drugs, maybe. Yes. And yeah. it's not what it used to be. It's mm-hmm. such a downgrade. I love hearing you talk about it. It sounds like. It's a, it sounds like so lovely. Well, girls fall in love with sugar daddies. Don't get yourself. I oh, mean, have you yeah. ever fallen in love with oh, sugar daddies? Of course daddy? I did. Oh and, my God, that was um, my next question. Okay, tell me. Yeah, well, I mean, here's the worst thing. Like, there should be, back when I was doing this, there should have been a sugar baby support group because I think the worst thing is when your sugar daddy gets divorced. <laughs> like, it's not exactly. Oh, and you think it's going to be you, right? Well, or... they're like, oh, now I got all the time in the world. It's like, oh, I don't. Bye. Oh, so you It don't... depends on the guy. Interesting. But this guy seemed really interesting at the point. I, I'm not going to mention his name, but I, I think I had you Google him. Okay, yes. I thought, mm-hmm. okay, I was going to ask about him, so good. And I was hoping it would have been him. He was really cool. We had a great time together. He'd take me to his office parties and stuff, and he was, you saw who he was, so I mean, that's a big deal. Yeah. To his award things, and um, I mean, I could converse with people clearly. Like yeah. in the movie Beverly Hills Madam, they taught the girls etiquette and everything. And yeah. they, people need to go to school for that. But, um, you know, and we really had a good time. We went on trips. Then I don't know what happened. I think he, he was drinking a little bit. And um, I think he just lost himself. Yeah, drinking can throw you off balance. Then I come to find out he married his, um, his dental hygienist. Um, you know, plus you have to understand, you know, I'm my own woman. I mean, I travel a lot and, you know, at the time I was traveling quite a bit. Um, he probably thought there was lots of other people maybe. So there's no. like the insecurity in that maybe. I or... didn't even think about that till you brought it up. Oh. And they're not necessarily is. I could, if I'm dating someone and I'm with them exclusively, I could go gallivanting Europe or the South Seas or somewhere and, you know, I'm not going to, I just don't do that. Like, I'm yeah. a very loyal, faithful person mm-hmm. if I want to be. But, um, yeah. So, <laughs> Scorpio. Yeah, Scorpio. Welcome to Scorpio. Um, so, you know, he wouldn't have had that to deal with. But I just feel like, I mean, then there was another guy that was a daddy. He would have been good, but he didn't have eyebrows. <laughs> Why? Alopecia? Uh, or did they shave them all? Alopecia when you lose that? all your hair? No, he had He had other hair. <laughs> he had right. beautiful flowing hair. Yeah. So eyebrows. Why did they get burnt off? I have no clue. I don't want to ask him. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't That's true. That's one of those things you can ask. But it's just... I mean, so he could have been the one had he had eyebrows. Maybe, it was too chilling but to I look think at after his face. Three, yeah, too chilling. <laughs> but I think after like two or three drinks, he was like... Blah, blah, blah. Uh, it's like what do you he was struck. it was problematic yeah you know but he was cool so I mean if you really think about it like I'm a lot to deal with because I do hang out with a lot of guys I ride motorcycles I have a lot of friends that are in bike clubs and a lot yeah. of guys that I deal with that are heavy metal bands that I have in my show yeah I deal with actors all the time so it's it's a huge thing to deal with 
But usually, you know, if I'm with someone, I, I take them along for the ride. Yeah. And they can get the hell off. Or they could stay on and have fun. Mm-hmm. Or just go to some boring woman that doesn't have anything, but don't call me after. Like one thing, I don't know if the Scorpio thing, I'm very quick to turn on people and cut them off if they aggravate me. I get it. I, I do don't too. speak to exes. I speak to that psycho one that you lived in. Yeah. On Fort, yes. I, that's a good one to still speak to. Good the one tattoos. from high school, yes, Tommy tattoos. Also good then, tattoos. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's not tattooing me. And then who else would I speak to? I didn't speak to the guy I hit with the handbag. Um, oh, the 16. Oh, well, we know you're 14. Day. That was oh, a 14 year old. Okay. It's funny. Like I should, I'll find the photo on my phone to show it to you. Because my friend took the photo of me in the park with him. <laughs> and you could tell he's scared. Like, But, um, I mean, I don't really speak to exes. I mean, not even my ex-husband. I mean, I mean yeah. Yeah, that's a whole thing Ugh. that doesn't need to happen. You just don't. It's I don't like know why weird. people feel you have to be friends with an ex. It's like... I'm still friends with two of my exes. One of them, my sister married oh my his God. older brother. <laughs> How old were you? Um, they, um, I dated him from when I was like 19 to 22. Oh, God. And then I immediately started dating my most current ex-boyfriend from 22 until like last year and um and um so my sister's but my sister's been with the guy who I dated for three years brother for 10 years and they just got married this year Mm -hmm. so we were all like at a wedding together so I kind of have to like be friends with him and then the other guy will just it was like a very platonic relationship that's so weird oh okay yeah so it's like very like we were just better as friends. Like the one thing with Smith and Samantha is they're always having sex. So yes. Yeah. That's like, I mean, it's harder now because like, no pun intended, but um, then you get like some guys like, okay, with the sugar daddy that I, the ones I have had, I pick ones that I want to be seen in public with. Yeah. Like you see this shit these days. These, these guys look like they'd be someone's grandmother or grandfather. Yeah. Like you can always with those, you always wonder like, is that the father or are they on a date? Mm-hmm. And then right away you're like, Ugh. Maybe he has like a hustler store hand ba- like bag with him. You know what's going on. It's not his daughter or his grandkid. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I, I, those are the guys I've always picked. But, mm-hmm. like, realistically, when I was involved in those relationships, I'd have a Smith-type boyfriend on the side. How would they feel about it? Would oh, they, they were a Smith-type boyfriend. Well, they weren't a boyfriend-boyfriend. I would say it's more oh, like the cool boy. like casual. They'd want to escalate it. Then I'd have to say, listen, this is what's going on. And how would they react typically? Oh, really? That's kind of cool. No, no it's not. Because I wasn't there mentally to have that. Right. Okay. The last time I did have a relationship with a guy who was pretty young mm-hmm. was a Swiss guy. Um, it would have been perfectly fine, but I don't know what he did. How did I screw that up? Oh, I yelled at him. Yeah. And you couldn't take it? Um, that you yelled at him? You haven't seen me do this shit before. If you saw me do it, I'd probably scare you too. <laughs> no, I get it. When I get angry, things oh, yeah. can, it can get psycho, but usually like... Yeah, it got real psycho like a few times. It's <laughs> like... He was cute, but like I think what it was was he had too many muscles. Like it was too muscular for me. Uh-huh. And I just... I'm like, look, you're really cute, Dominic. You're hot, but I just... You know, it's it's too much. And I felt like really... <laughs> I it's felt just super, too much. Yeah, it is. I felt really, what's the word? Um, <sighs> rude. Okay. Was I being rude? No. No. But, you, you know, know I hope the best for him. I hope he did meet someone. And yeah. I would talk to him still. He's, he's a, how old is he now? He's like 30-something. He's cute. Okay. 
I want to talk a little yes. bit more about mistressing because I've really, like, I know that you've kind of yes. given a little bit. Of, I know that sure. some of those cases were happening with the sugar daddy. Yes. Um, but you wrote about the story when you were on the way back from Florida or going to Florida with a friend who's, yes. who's, um, mm-hmm. who was a mistress to a man who was on the plane with his wife. Oh, that, oh yes. She cock-blocked us. What you, why were both of you going to sleep with him? Is that what you mean? Well, we were just on the plane with him. Did you ever mistress, double mistress, with one of your mistresses? <laughs> you have to <laughs> sometimes. Okay, but um, yeah, mistress. Yeah, but no, we were on the plane going to Florida. We weren't there for him. She and I were just going on a plane to Florida. We were on a vacation. That's fine. Actually, it was who's. You know what? Actually, it was her birthday. Oh, yeah. What and, time of year? Yeah, he was the one that paid for those tickets. So he knew that you guys were going to be on that he plane? No, he just gave us the money for it. <gasps> oh, my God. Her... Isn't that a crazy Yeah, and then he's oh there. So as a joke, I pushed up against him with my hip. <gasps> and then when we were at the baggage claim, his wife was like, insisted oh, yeah. help you well, guys. why don't you guys help the girls? And Do you think she so knew nervous. and she was trying to see the interaction? Did you know, she was I suspicious, wondered, maybe? I wondered, but I don't think so because we were just... Um, no, it was just two girls there, and we had heels on and stuff. I was, like, picturing you guys wearing really cute outfits. We were. Yeah. <laughs> he's there. I mean, it just, it was so bad. And then, um, have yeah. Have you ever ran into someone's wife when you were the mistress? Like, has that ever happened to you? Yeah, and then those are, that's what you call a lifetime movie. <laughs> I mean, the mentality behind it is this. So, my, my really good friend is in a situation like this in a different state where they're a bit crazy and she has a daughter, but everyone in that town knows about her and her daughter and that she's the mistress. I said, look, oh my be God. careful because that's what a woman will see that as. It is his wife is a threat to um, her security yeah, and some form of abandonment. Yeah. And you have to be real careful. Like I wouldn't be living in that town. I'd move a little bit out and stop rubbing it in her face. Well, how do you know? I've seen enough Lifetime movies. I work on Lifetime yeah. movies. I get what's going on. And women I, are yeah. so intuitive. They know and they find it. They look through phones. Have you ever looked through someone's email? Yes, I have. It's okay. I do it all the time. You know what? Everybody does, does he know. It. Oh, not to him, but just in the past I've done yeah, it. I, I always, it. Yeah. I, it's like my favorite. <laughs> it, it feels really bad because it's yeah. scary. Like, what if you find something? But I... But if you it's want to there, know who you're I, investing time with. Yeah, like I want yeah. to know everything. <laughs> what does he say if you ask him to see his email, Eva? Oh, I wouldn't tell. You just do it secretly. What? <laughs> this is psycho. Yeah. <laughs> I've done it a couple of times. It? Yes, of course I have. Once I didn't find anything. You never, I know, I never find anything. And then the second time I did, but it wasn't anything too serious. It was just, um, you know, he was still going through a divorce with his wife, and I just thought there were some things that were very inappropriate. You have to understand, I come from a um, single-parent family. My mom wasn't, like, getting on the back of motorcycle rides with her soon-to-be ex-husband. She wasn't doing this, doing that, and it wasn't necessary. But what I was, what he was dealing with was um, a dumb, excuse my English, a dumb fucking baby who was in her 50s uh-huh. that had no life skills. And was mm. paying, oh, poor me, 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 I'm a victim. Okay, you know what? You're not a victim, bitch. Let yeah. me go kick you in your thing. Then I'll make you a victim. So I just didn't think that was cool. That she was... That it was that close. Close, yeah. No kids even. And, you know, I'm sorry. Sorry, sorry only goes so far. I mean, where the hell... 
you know, when I, when I've gone through breakups, why the fuck, like I didn't, I wasn't babied or handled with kid gloves. When shit's over, it's over. Especially when you're that age, it's done. Move yeah. on. And I don't think they ever moved on from each other. I don't know. I don't speak to this man. He was well into his um, early fifties with this shit. Wow. Right. So I was very disgusted. Why? And, what was their line of conversation like? Was oh, it, you want to go to the movies? Well, yeah, okay, sure. Meows, meows. I mean, motherfucking meows. Meows? What does that mean? She was saying meows, signing off meows at the end of her emails. What does that mean? Like, is it just like a cutesy little thing? Yeah. That's like, oh, so they were still being cute with each other. There was like a little bit of, yes. it felt like flirtatious. Exactly. And like, were they hanging out and he wasn't really telling you? I don't think she, he like said that. she knew about me. She did not because I finally called her. <gasps> what did you say? I said, hi, this is Jasmine. I'm so-and-so's girlfriend. Do you know me? Well, he said he doesn't talk to you. I said, let me tell you something. I said, every time you've seen him, chances are I fucked him that morning or the night before. So I'm just letting you know that. Oh, boy. She started breaking down and fucking crying like she lost her shit. I said, so I've had to deal with you for over a year and a half. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, I'm with him. And I live there with him. Whoa. I don't know. I said, you know, why don't you just back off? You don't even have kids with him. Like you couldn't have kids. So what are you, you know, what are right. you doing? Like I really, I ran, like she was crying Yeah. by the time I got done with her. Cause when I get into someone, I could be really nasty. Yeah. And I laid onto her that harsh reality. I said, you know, he wasn't, he still gave you money throughout a divorce. Mm-hmm. So it's not like you had, you know, like nothing coming in. Wow. I said, if I wanted to, I could probably get something and pay it up, but I'm not going to do that. I don't stoop to your level. I just move on. Totally. Yeah, you kind of. She had no clue. Like it's an intuition, and yeah, yeah. I mean, I had a daddy once, and his his wife went through his phone, and she was calling me, and I said the typical thing. I'm like, why don't you ask him how he has my phone number? I don't have to tell you that. Good for you. Yeah, I mean, don't call me and ask me. Ask him. He's your husband. Yeah, I, I guess they know her. that they'll lie, that the man will lie, right? Because when yeah, you're when you're stuck, they'll be like, "Oh, I don't know, that person's don't crazy know. or whatever." Hey, yeah. My boyfriend used my phone. But... Yeah. So yeah, that was the one time we actually ran into a daddy on the plane with the wife. Wow. I don't think she knew anything really. Like she seemed innocent because then she was asked, she had him help some <laughs> old guy with something. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know. Very I hope not. interesting. Mm-hmm. What percentage of marriages do you think? have a mistress involved that the wife doesn't know about yeah Um, yeah um about 40 percent or 30 30 percent interesting i mean mistresses nowadays are so cheap uh maybe about 40 percent yeah and do you think so mistresses are typically people that they're like having a companionship relationship and sleeping with it's not like excluding prostitution completely no because prostitution i think was is by the hour, and it's just like a wham-bam, thank you, ma'am. It's not like, <laughs> let's go to dinner, let's go shopping. Oh, your daughter needs a pair of braces. Let me go ahead and, you know, help you with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and then you said in here that, like, being mm-hmm. exposed to all of this, that it kind of made you feel jaded towards committing yourself to long-term relationships mm-hmm. and marriages because you've seen that mm-hmm. most men, especially rich men, um, are kind of not vulnerable to these situations. Um, That's get why you smash in their fucking knuckles or execute them. Now, um, <laughs> <laughs> do you still feel that way or do you, oh, would you? No, I, I do and I don't. I would commit to someone in a marriage because I know their shit. I, like I once dated this guy and I heard strip club music in the background and I'm like, Jeff, what strip club are you at? 
I don't know. I'm at a strip club. I worked at strip clubs when strip I was club in school. Music? At that time, what was a kid rock stuff like that? <laughs> okay, it's gonna be like I that, started like young. pour some sugar. Yes, <laughs> Def Leppard. <laughs> it was that era. Yeah, he hung up real fast. He was busted. And he could hear the DJ. And here is Missed You to the Main Stage. Missed You to the Main Stage in three songs. Yeah, okay. So yeah. two for one table dances. But um, I mean, I don't... I think most guys would know better. Plus, my best friend is a psychic. I call her the psycho-psychic. How accurate is she? Her timelines are a bit off, but I would say she's 99.9.8%. Yes. Oh, my God. Does she... Mm-hmm. How much does she charge? Mm. I'll give you your information. You can tell yeah. your friends with me. And she's really like, good. Contact. I love psychics. She's the best of the best. Like, it's scary how accurate she is. Before she even knew me, she knew something about a guy I dated. And she never met this guy. What did, yeah, tell me what, what she said It's the guy from Norway. The very, that, uh, the Oh, that, the, the one who married the plain girl who drives the motorcycles? No, that's the, not or? the Finnish guy. Oh, Finnish. The, Nor- the Norwegian guy, yeah. Okay. So, um, he was a very famous, talented musician. And we'd broken up. Mm-hmm. Um, then <clears throat> Crystal, my friend, knew nothing about him or our relationship. Oh, uh, this was like in October of that year. She's like, you know, I think there are a lot of cops looking for him. I see a lot of papers and lawyers and some type of an incident with him and another man by a waterfront. Fast forward to May. He got into a fistfight with another man. The man slipped and cracked his head and died. <gasps> and it was by the waterfront uh, by Akabriga, which is in Oslo. Yeah. And yes, cops were looking for him and uh, he had a bunch of lawyers around him. Holy shit. Isn't that scary? And I called her. I'm like, what the fuck did you know? She's like, what? I told you. Oh my God. She's like, he's probably on pills now to to deal with all this. And she was right. She's like, I have a feeling he has impotency problems. (laughs) Then I ran into him like a few weeks after because he was going into trial. Wow. And I ran into him in the street. It's a small town. So... I shouldn't have done this to him. I said, so I heard you're having problems these days with your dick. (laughs) I said, that's good because maybe if you got locked up, you know, maybe you'll just be a bottom or something. (laughs) What did he say? Did he laugh or did he go? No, he was like, he said, you're not funny. Like he just, you're not funny. I'm like, I think I am. So I just kind of walked off. (laughs) I said, just bear in mind. I said, that man that you murdered, he has two kids. And I know one of them and I know them through someone else. And the guy who he did kill his son was involved with a bike club in Norway, in Southern Norway. And I knew those guys very well. So I told him, you know, you just have to watch yourself and be careful with your daughter. And I said, you know, the way you treated me and what you did to me, remember you have a daughter and three sisters. Yeah. There's women in your family and you want people to respect them. You should have respect. He should respect. And men don't get that. I know. Isn't it weird? It's like, however you want your mothers and your sister Mm -hmm. and your daughter Mm -hmm. and all the women in your life to be treated is how you should treat women. Well, yeah. My, the guy with the email is that bitch. Like his sister, I don't speak to her anymore and she's got the worst luck with men. And I ran into her once. Well, you know, I just want to tell you we miss you. And she's saying something was wrong with her dad. I'm like, okay, is my name in a will? She's like, no. I'm like, well, then why the fuck are you talking to me? Well, you know, we really cared about you. I said, well, yeah, it's too late. And because you're having shitty luck with your men, you should talk to your brother. I just walked off. You know, I'm an only child. I don't care. I have a lot of good friends that are like family. So I'm not jumping 
on to be friends with exes. I don't need that. I'm not codependent. <laughs> yeah. I mean, would I give a rich guy a chance now? Yeah, of course I would. Mm-hmm. A thousand times, because they know I'd be on to their shit and I would execute them. And um, with the knife collection? Yes. Or I know how to throw knives. I've been using nunchucks for quite a few years because wow. I went to classes for those. It's always like a weird skill you have. That, That's super interesting. Yeah, yeah, I've done JKD for quite some time. Like That's you why you can really like protect yourself. You can, but they're illegal. You. They're illegal. Wow. I, I learned the hard way. Um, I was training with a friend in Playa Vista. We had two sets that are uh, training sets. So they're mm-hmm. lighter. And there was a cop car who insisted, you know, you can't be... I'm like, no, they're practice. So I gave it to the cop to look at it. He's like, okay, just be careful, you know. <laughs> I'm like, we're not beating each other up. And we had like those Cali sticks because we were doing those. We were trading because he wanted to do dunchucks. I wanted to know more about sticks. Yeah. And I took JKD for many years. So if I get into a fight, I go to jail because my hands are basically those... It's a weapon. Yeah. So I stay out of shit if I have to. Wow. Um, then knives I've always liked. <laughs> you get their knives. Um, not because of Lorena Bobbitt or anything. Oh, right. But I mean, I think it's important to carry a knife, a small one. You just don't know if you need it. Like, I knew about knives when I had friends that were, um, how can I say it? They were, they were into martial arts. Mm-hmm. And you'd see all these movies yeah. with their girls throwing the knives. And then I always, um, my fa- one of my favorite album covers from the, I think the early 90s was this band called Slaughter. It was called Stick It To You. And it was this beautiful girl on like a wheel at a fair with the knife, like being thrown at her. Oh my It was God. just a cool album cover. That is a cool cover. Because yeah. it just like, it tells such a story. She looked beautiful. Yeah. She was a playmate. Um, were you, were you ever a playmate? Yeah. I was okay, a playmate. I was, I was a penthouse pet. I've done all that. Wow. Um, yeah. So, Have you been to the Playboy Mansion? Yep. I've been to the mansion. Um, it was uh-huh. so much fun back then. I mean, so back in those it. days, like in the yeah, when they bought yeah. it and still let him live there, mm-hmm. it wasn't yeah, it was different. And then the penthouse, penthouse used to be in Manhattan, mm-hmm. and Bob Bouchion, he'd have these parties. He'd have like black leather pants on, and he'd wear these white pirate shirts. <laughs> <laughs> so there were a lot of fun. Um, his parties, they were wild. It was down the street from the Kiss Mansion. Cool. Now, Kiss had a mansion on Sutton Place, mm-hmm. and um, I didn't go into the Kiss mansion. I would not go there, but I, I know the guys. They were pretty cool. Um, you know, those guys would hang out at the Playboy Mansion. Like, any and everyone would hang out in that grotto. Right, where they, everyone swims naked, that oh, place? Yeah. yeah. I mean, that also was another form of Sugar Baby Inn. Very True, high yeah. end. And I mean, it's anytime you hear is a mansion with a bunch of girls living there. Like I have a friend that lived at the mansion who was a playmate and this was in 2006, really pretty girl. And Hugh gave her a monkey, like a, a, mm-hmm. a live monkey. Yeah. So I love that. I love, we all love that monkey. Oh my God. So she moved. He actually yeah. kicked her out because she met a guy and fell in love. Ooh. And um, she put on like four or five pounds. I mean, I thought she looked great. Nothing was wrong with it. I'm like, you know, just move. He wants you to get out. Just freaking go. Yeah. Because you have to. If you live in that bubble, you're never going to get out and gamble. And what's life without gambling like that? So she yeah. moved out. She lived with a guy. They live in uh, part, like Park La Brea. Okay. Yeah. They ended up getting married. So oh. I was at their wedding a few years ago. I'm like, well, aren't you glad you did left? She get to keep her monkey. Yeah, she did. <laughs> 
<laughs> cute. So I just said, you know, you had you have stayed there, you never would have had a life. And like totally. when you get into the sugar baby thing, you have to get married and get out, right? You, like you eventually, don't have to get married. You could always uh-huh. stay in the sugar bowl for the rest of your life. That's sugar what I bowl. call it. Yeah, I love that. You're so cute. It's like Will Ferrell. Ooh, candy canes. Ooh, oh, what else? I, I love Elf. Um, but I just think it's important, you know, to experience all facets of love. And yes, I mean, I fell in love with the sugar daddy once. I thought maybe it would have gone somewhere, and they're not necessarily fat, ugly old guys like. What you, well, you picture, see, yeah. yeah. Like those memes you see on Instagram and yeah. stuff. Um, I wouldn't want to be seen with someone like that. Yeah, sometimes it is just like a handsome guy that you could see yourself with. Like a prince. Wow. And um, why do they do it? I guess because they don't want the commitment? Um, sometimes or... like some of them are married and don't have what they want at home. You know, the woman, <sighs> let's see, just this isn't is a... fun or doing anything. Or maybe she's not putting out. It's about sex sometimes. It's about she doesn't want to travel. She doesn't want to go to work functions with him. It's about a lot of stuff like that. Right. Um, so they don't take care of themselves. Once you're in a relationship, I think you should take better care of yourself. I agree. Like that means go get your skin done, your hair, go get your nails and makeup. Yeah. You know, I'm lucky like my boyfriend now. He's like, oh, I don't care. I'm like, well, I do. I do too. Like I slam the door in his face in the bedroom when I'm in my sweats. I'm like, don't come in here. No, I agree. I feel the same way. I mean, look, it's just yeah. like... <laughs> like, I care about that stuff. I like, always never... think I'm on with that. Like, so it's just like, yeah. I always make... But he doesn't care, which is So cute. he says... Well, that's true. They don't because the guys love us. Like, he loves you. It's just like... I don't know. But you He's can't... not finding another Jasmine, I'll tell you that. <laughs> well, no, exactly. Like, nobody's like you. Nobody's like me. And no one's like you. Like but... Yeah, it's like... Um, no, he just knows and like... I go with him to work functions a lot and all of his coworkers really like me. And, you know, they're always interested in talking to me, even though I may not say anything. Uh, it could be very quiet. <laughs> yeah. I, I could be normal. I clean up normal. But, You're um, very enjoyable to talk thank to. Thank you. Yeah. I try. And, um, you know, I just... Like, he knows about my sugar daddy's sordid past. He laughs. Yeah. And he was covering a trial one day. And I was with him because he was a journalist. And... um yeah. I was sitting there with him, just watching the trial. And this guy walks in. I'm like, what the fuck is this asshole doing here? He was another journalist, and it was my friend's sugar daddy. (gasps) I'm like, what? Then he saw the look on my face. He's like, okay, whatever. So I told him. But see, he, he... he thinks that shit's funny, though. Like, if we ran into Sugar Daddy in the street, he'd probably want to, oh, why don't we all have lunch? You know, I want to know. Well, so what was that like? He oh, wants to hear yeah, about it. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, really? Oh, that's interesting. Um, that's nice, though. Like, you're dating someone like that who's, like, inquisitive and curious and wants to investigate instead of being judgmental. Or it's maybe like, oh, he this is, is one. This. No, I'm just... <laughs> or maybe he's going to get some tips. <laughs> no, he's not. No. But, I mean, they... A guy like that would understand the type of lifestyle I'm used to giving myself or another guy yeah. is giving me. And average men who don't get us are going to say, oh, these girls are effing whores. They're this or that. No, bitch. No. Let's really think about it. Because if a guy goes out to a bar and spends 100 bucks in drinks mm-hmm. and he meets a girl on Tinder, mm-hmm. don't tell me you haven't paid for it in some way or another. Exactly. There's always a financial exchange, whether you like to say it or not. It's get tortured. Get emotionally tortured for the rest of your life. But I mean, I just think, you know, 
I would be embarrassed. I mean, the guys I've dated as daddies, I would say I would never be embarrassed to put photos of them up. The ones that are out there now, yes. You don't put photos of them. Yeah. It's disgusting. Yeah. And I think with these websites, a lot of these, it is a hookup site or some form of prostitution, but I think a lot of it gives you that name, Seeking Arrangement or Sugar Daddy for me. Right. And even a guy that wants to meet a girl for 100 bucks thinks he's a sugar daddy. I guess it's some kind of weird ego thing, too. I guess. Like, I'm in control of the situation because I'm yeah. buying it. So, mm-hmm. whatever I want to happen, mm-hmm. like, if I, they think they can make whatever they want happen, happen. Yeah, or like, you, they could think that. <laughs> yeah. And then they could just, like, either it happens or it doesn't happen or they have too many drinks. Interesting. It's more fun to just get the guy really screwed up. And then, <laughs> then, then take you still off. get the money. Bye. So, what happens? You get the money up front and then, like, in an on, or, like... A they sugar been, daddy thing? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I mean, I think nowadays these girls get cash up front instead of really nurturing a friendship. Like, I nurtured friendships with these people more than anything else. Uh-huh. And, you know, there are some guys, well, I thought you liked me for me. It's like, I do. Have I asked you for $2,000 when I sat down with you? No, I did not. But, you know, if you don't enjoy my company, that's fine. I'll just go and that's it. Wow. And, uh, you know... There's some guys that don't even want the sex, but just the whole thing, the whole emotional uh-huh. thing. I knew one guy who was an aeronautical engineer. <clears throat> he was a weirdo. Like, I went, remember once I just went to go to the bathroom, and I came back, and he had, like, $300 in my purse. Oh, he just shoved it in there? Yeah. And then oh. I'm like, okay, that's weird. Um, Maybe like he felt so uncomfortable to talk about it that he was, like, well, his no, hands were probably we shaking, and he, like, put we it went in out for, like, some, to some bars and stuff, uh-huh. and... There was like another $800. Oh. Now, I stayed at his apartment a few times, not with him with him, but he wasn't there, but he left his keys with his doorman. And he had an axe in his bedroom. Eee, that's scary. Did um, that really I'm freak like, you out? No, I'm just like, okay, so I could either end up on a table like in Dexter or something. And I'm just like looking around the apartment. It's really bleached white, like super white. I'm like, huh. Like American Psycho. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, all right, this is interesting, fun, whatever. So, um, you know, he was just a weirdo. Then I did ask him when he called me on the phone. I said, why do you have an axe in case there's a fire? I'm like, you live on the first and floor. I was wondering if it was fire. Maybe right. he was just really... He like, was. There's like that person, um, I forget what state they lived in, but they were <laughs> so afraid of drowning that they wore a life jacket to bed every night. And then a hurricane came and pulled the person from their bed in the night and threw them into the water. And they survived because they yeah, wore a life jacket well, to bed every night. on the first floor. I could tell yeah. you the building. It was Worldwide Plaza right down the street from you oh. on 52nd. Oh, yeah. okay. So I'm like, you had a fire extinguisher. I'm like, all right, this Kansas guy's kind of like weird. Maybe like 9-11 really yes. jarred him. That's yes. weird. That's still weird, so, yeah. though. It's still weird, so I just didn't yeah. stay there after that. But he was always used to paying people money just to hang out with him. That's sad. I met him through my friends that work at the Russian Samovar. Oh. So it is sad. I just think, you know, a lot of these people... Did, did you ever see the movie... What was that movie? Loverboy? No. You should watch it. Okay. It's about these um, young boys working at a pizzeria. And 
you know, these women paying them, but they're not having sex with these women. It's just you want to be treated nicely. You find someone to do couples things with. You know, like, you just want to be treated nicely. Isn't that sad that we can't just be nice? That people just can't be nice to each other? Because they're doing this all the time. Yeah. Or like they're they're always like looking for the next best thing out there yeah, on the like internet. Yeah, like looking around. Yeah. So you know what I think? Like someone should just let them do that. It's sad. Yeah. You know, there are guys that do that. It is. Lonely. And yeah. even guys in their 50s do that. It's like, get off the bus. Get off know, the train. Like the one daddy I had, I called him like a sweet and low daddy. Right, right. you yeah. have all your terms. You no, know, he was equal. daddies, no, he equal, was equal daddies. He was equal. Yeah. Oh, sweet and low. Yeah, I love all of those he terms. He was an equal daddy because he was like equal sugar. Uh-huh. He'd always be super generous. And when he wasn't doing too well, I'd still hang out with him. Mm-hmm. But he'd still help me out if he could. Can you quickly say yes. what all of those... Can you differentiate sure. between them? So let's start with Splenda Which Daddy. Ones? Okay, the Splenda Daddy was the one that has nothing. He's a total fake sugar daddy. <laughs> like the one that would go on these sugar daddy sites. Mm-hmm. Hey, baby, I got this and that. You know, why don't you come out with me? Like that type of thing. And then you go out with the guy. Then he wants you to... He starts mauling you. No, know, baby. You know, I got, I got shit back at my house. You know, I would go back to my house. You know, man, you know, let me see you put out. I don't want to... Like that's a Splenda Daddy. They got nothing. Amazing. It's probably a house they broke into, so... <laughs> oh, I don't know that. <laughs> oh, yeah, like in those movies when they're like, "Come to my boat," and then like the owners of the boat come, or like, or like hot tub pie machine. Remember? Yeah. Hot, did you see hot tub pie machine? Yeah. When they broke into the house, and then it wasn't even his house. His house. Yeah, it was someone else's yeah, house. Someone yeah, someone else's house. Yeah. yeah. Okay, let's do equal daddy. Equal daddy is a good one because that's someone you're probably friends with as well. And they oh, always so you have mostly those in your life. I had those for like, a long yeah. time, and they, you know, if they weren't doing too well. They'd not contact me, but I'd still contact them to see how they were as people. Yeah. Because the one I knew without the eyebrows, his dad passed away around the time <laughs> Sorry, I met him. Funny. No, it's okay. And, like, I was always friends with him. I yeah. even sent him a sympathy card and stuff like that. That's nice. Yeah. Okay. You have to. Uh, sweet and low daddy. Ugh. The sweet and low daddy. Which one was that? The one that doesn't have that much money. Yeah. Oh, he wants you to make you go dodge or pick up the bill. Yeah, now and again to show you that you care about him. Yeah. Okay, like the one that I said, sugar daddy gone wild. Right. He once asked me back for $1,800, and I never slept with him either. He's like, well, I want you to show me you care by giving me back the money I gave you and having sex with me. I'm like, ill, really? Sounds like a disastrous deal. Right. I call his (laughs) wife. I'm like, hi, you don't know me. (laughs) Yeah. He went scurrying off. Wow. Okay, now can you differentiate between a gold digger and a sugar baby? Like, what are the main... A wife, no. A gold digger is one that's just very flat out there telling you what they want. Like a lot of them around here you've seen West Hollywood. Oh, yeah. You know, you must buy me gushi handbag. I want gushi handbag. And this, and I do this for you. You have me as best thing in the world. Like that shit. How many people are gold diggers do you think that we see day to day? Well, let's see. I live in Santa Monica. So I see a lot of them around Montana Avenue with their yoga mats. Interesting. <laughs> yes, and then the Palisades with the yoga mats uh-huh. and the golden ovary syndrome. And um, what's golden ovary syndrome? They think that because oh, if they have a baby, right? Yeah. You said if they have their baby, then they lock them in. They're guaranteed money if they get divorced. All oh, of yeah. that, right? Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Those are gold diggers, and then that's one form of it. Then you have ones that are um, women that go for a powerful position in a company, uh, or don't really seek to get in a bigger position, but seek to marry a powerful man in a company. Interesting. And then they could have a baby and stay on maternity leave and raise kids. 
That's fascinating. That's okay. a different form of a gold digger. Yeah. And then you have just the typical ones that are like the low rent sugar babies. The low rent, the wannabe sugar babies. But low rent sugar obvious. babies. They're so obvious about it. Like, oh, well, you have to pay for an apartment. You have to do this, do that. No. So... Sugar baby wow. is someone that is sweet and oh. will have a very great friendship with you no matter what through thick and thin mm-hmm. and gives you the company you'd like and isn't obvious about it and doesn't. You like, know, like their friends won't know that it's going on. Like they're very under the radar. They could tell their friends, but oh, oh the guy, the guys, the guys. Oh no, no, yeah. you have to make it look extremely look like under it's the a radar. Real thing. That's why I always prefer. You know, when I've I've set up girls before with some of these before now and again, I always make sure that it looks like someone you can actually be with. Interesting. Yeah. Have you ever slept with someone that you like really didn't want to? Yeah, of course. <laughs> my ex-husband no <laughs> uh, have I really slept oh and that in the realm of sugar baby things no no oh, okay so you've like been like no when you just like weren't having it weren't into it no I mean I'd probably been like look I just I just really think you're hot and I I just I feel really weird doing this like the first date um, and of course, I wouldn't ask for anything the first day, but I don't know what the wording was that I used verbatim. Uh-huh. I mean, you see me in action, I could just come up with the stuff. You're real like quick. really good with pickup lines, <laughs> oh, like I when know. you were talking to that man. Oh, that guy. <laughs> that you know, yeah. You didn't know, but I have gone up to guys and said that. Like, I'll go up to a mirror. Hi. She like looked into a motorcycle guy's mirror and was like, can I use your mirror? I don't know what you said. It was really good though. I said, I was just sort of looking at my lipstick in the mirror. Then I said, hey, can we get in the back of your bike? So good. I was like, wow. Oh my God. But I would go up to strange when they do that. If they're hot. But um, it's just like, I've never really had sex with a sugar daddy I didn't want to. That's where you, that's where you go into the spine line of escorting because you don't know what right. the hell is coming. Well, not this door, but what's coming through that door. Yeah. You know, I had a friend that was a high end escort and the man sounded Caucasian on the phone. And he showed up and she, he was not Caucasian. He was another race and she didn't. She wasn't into that type of thing, which is fine to each his own. And um, it didn't, well, all he did was he took her out to dinner for a couple of hours, and that's it. They didn't even go that far, but. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah, so I haven't been that unfortunate. Um, I think with these websites, you don't know. Mm-hmm. And I think it's pretty gross. And I think it's, it's like, it's, I'm not judging, but you don't know whose photos you're looking at. Because half those female profiles, I don't think they're real. Oh, yeah, probably. Imagine True. going on there and, like, seeing someone from class on there. Like on a <coughs> seeking arrangement? Yeah. I know. Like, like a teacher or something or, like, one of the oh, guys? Oh, like like looking for the girls or even on the on the flip yeah. side, the girls being yeah, sugar babies? Yeah, yeah. I know. I always think, like, oh what God. if someone sees? How do people... Because when you were part of it in the past, it wasn't like we an online that, world. No. It was just kind of probably through word of mouth word or of mouth in the back pages, or you said? Back guys? pages, was, those were hookers. Those are oh, oh God, hookers, sorry. Yes. Okay, no, it's okay. okay. <laughs> You're so innocent. It's cute. Um, no, they, they were straight up hookers, mm-hmm. and those are the back page girls. Those are not that pretty. Those are not the Heidi... <laughs> Those were not Heidi Fleiss type girls. Those are not the playmates. They're not the penthouse pets. These are the low rent street walkers Mm -hmm. that probably wanted to get off the street for a few hours. Interesting. Yeah. The ones that are not tested, the ones that are not articulate, 
um, the ones that were. Well, yeah. How often does one get tested as a sugar baby? I don't know. Yeah, I, know. I don't it's think like they ever did. Ever. <laughs> I treated most of my relationships like real relationships. Yeah, true. With these men, and I just, you know, it was a time in my life where I wasn't really going through the emotional thing of having something serious, not knowing what I'd have. Yeah. Then you know you get married to someone because you want to see what happens, and then that does not fucking work out. Yeah, I mean to go. I mean, a a grown man speaking to his mother four or four times, four to five times a day was just annoying. I had to pull a phone out of his hand. I'm like, listen, this is the guy who lives in the basement. Yes. What What's his back? I'll take. Oh, what's his back? You can take this. You can leave this on. I don't care. What was his like? Religious or just background? He was Roman Catholic, but he was talking to his mom that much. Yeah, he played in heavy metal band. Um, He got kicked back for having a drinking problem. Then I didn't want him around me. I'm like, you need to get a job. Yeah. Well, maybe a bartender. I'm like, no, no, because that's what we need you away from. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So it didn't work out. Um, We woke up. He went back to mama's basement. He has this beautiful Bulgarian girlfriend. I was just hoping it would work out. And she found out that he lived in the parents' basement. Right. So no if they get married, that. what's going to happen? She's going to be in that basement. And I don't think she wanted that. No one wants to live in that Why not? Like, if you're, if, you're, if you're in Wayne's world, like, if you're Wayne and Garth, it's one thing. They can get away with it. Like, I thought yeah. they were. I liked Mike Myers in Wayne's world. He was yeah, so was hot. Nice. Like, those are the kinds of guys I would go out with. Oh, like long hair. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. metalheads. Like the guys that were in his studio, those are the kinds of guys I would, those are the guys I date. Yeah. <laughs> Did you say that you were a madam at one point? Of course, or, yes. Okay, I wanted, I wanted yes. to talk about that for like, I want I don't yes. even know what to, so how, how, did, how did you get into that? How many girls were you, uh, so this is you were like managing uh, girls? Oh I man, kind of, yes. Or just like, or facilitating Well, it was um, when I first moved here. Uh, there was a guy I knew, his name was David Forrest. Uh-huh. And he was a pimp to oh. um, to gay porn stars. These were oh, gay male okay. porn stars. They were oh, my God. Oh. <sighs> the name of his company was Brad's Buddies. And mm-hmm. he had um, a cat Brad's named buddies. Brad. It was oh. a cat. So I was basically doing that. I mean, the black book I had Jasmine's was insane. <laughs> yeah, it was Brad's Buddies. I was running it for him. Uh-huh. I mean, and they got, I wasn't busted, but... Eventually, like, you see all these good-looking guys with muscles coming into an office building for hours and hours hanging right. out. Right. Like, we just shoot get... shit. Yeah. Yeah. I'd send them off to big-time people. Um, for the girls, yes, I was running girls briefly when I worked at the strip club in New York. I was at Columbia at the time. Uh-huh. I had a circle of friends that wanted some extra cash because it was expensive. Two were in Barnard. One was cocktail waitressing at New York Dolls. Okay, I know New York Dolls, right. yeah. So I was working for them at Flash, New York Dolls, Private Eyes, it's the same owner. Right, yeah. Yeah, right. I, I've, yeah I've had a bit of play in there once. Barry? York, yeah. What the hell? What were you doing there? Oh, I just looked it up. I found it on Craigslist, and I was like, oh, I should get uh-huh. a job in New York um, uh-huh. when I could finally work. And I was like, um, and was like, oh, what's this? You can make lots of money here. But then I like saw what it was, and I was like, oh, I don't know if I could handle it was a lot that, cleaner when I was working. Yeah, there. way cleaner and way yeah. more money back then. You didn't have it. You didn't have to do a lot of stuff. Like girls do a yeah, lot of shit it's now. It's different in the back. now. It's gross. Yeah, that's what I was yeah. reading. So I was like, I shouldn't. I hand jobs I, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not even like a good waitress. Like I'm not good at anything. You'd probably in that make world. money there, but I mean, you I would make a lot of money involved. there. Yeah. but they probably want to take you in the back room, and I wouldn't suggest that. <laughs> um, so I was. There were girls. I uh-huh. we knew a lot of the Wall Street guys when the money was really good. So I set up these parties, or I get like a hotel. Room for the day, and like a big suite, 
Mm-hmm. And these guys would come in and they'd hang out with the girls and stuff. I do these meet and greets with the girls to get to know them better because yeah. I watched Beverly Hills Madam. Yes. So that's why I picked it up from. I'm not Faye Dunaway. I get that. But I picked up the whole thing, you know. And I, you know, I established friendships with these guys. And that's how I got the girls who wanted the extra money. Yeah. And, um, you know, I'd organize these little soirees. <laughs> wow. They were cute. I mean, these were smart girls. These were girls in school. Or girls aspiring to be something instead yeah, of... who just had the goal, needed the money. Right, right. And these were all very clean guys. I knew who my clients were. I knew yeah. what they did. I knew where they lived. I knew who their wives were, where their kids went to school, everything. And so it's a big thing So the thing risk of trust. was low. It was trust... Yeah, it was trustworthy. Oh, yes. Yeah, that's Absolutely. good. Absolutely. And you had to have that at all times. I mean... I never put anyone in a situation they didn't want to be in. I'm not going to send you to a freaking dungeon with like S&M chains. <laughs> Unless you want to go there. Unless you want it. Unless yeah. you want it, baby. Mama's here. Um, and then <laughs> it's cute. But yeah, I mean, I think it's an interesting relationship. And I think it's a great relationship. It's an intermediary thing with a sugar baby, sugar daddy relationship. I don't know what these girls are doing on these websites. I think it's it's gross, and yeah. I think the guys are very vulgar on there, some of them. Right, even on Tinder. I read oh. Tinder Nightmares. Um, I follow it on Instagram, and even things they're saying to girls right out of the bat. Oh, yeah, I get dick photos like, all the time. I'm not even on these sites, and I get yeah. them from guys, and I out them sometimes. Yeah. I've called people. I've, like, messaged people's wives or girlfriends, hey, this is what he's doing, and girls should do that. Yeah. You need to do that. Like, and I help think, each other out. Yeah, exactly. Like, and, like, with this, this whole sugar baby thing, what if it is an undercover cop? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. I always think that, too. It is. There are a lot of cops that go through there. And that would be so easy, right? That. On Instagram, oh, for bookings. What booking are you doing? Oh, true. Like, what booking are you? You know, it's like, oh, it's, still, it's still good. It's still running. I, just I know. Like, oh, no. <laughs> I, know. I, I know. keep looking at you. I'm like, is it still going? Yeah, yeah. Please. It's just like, they. what booking are you? Okay, my friend works for guests. I grew up looking at those beautiful guest ads with Claudia Schiffer. It was always the blonde. Weren't they beautiful? All yeah, those girls like were the gorgeous. Beautiful. Yeah, yes. I love the guest girl. And they were beautiful. Now they get them off Instagram. And these girls looked like they had a hard day, a hard night out. They were really hard and put away <laughs> by 500 men. Then you have some girls that are just, they don't take care of their bodies. I'm not trying to say this is beauty, that's beauty. But I just feel like if you're going to wear a half top, no, it shouldn't be like that. And they look bloated. My friend said, oh, they're just getting them on Instagram. And I'm just like, this is not cool. And you could buy followers and likes. Yeah. You can also take over an account that's no longer active with the followers. Which is like such a, for only like $100. Sometimes. I didn't know that. Yeah, there's some that are like, but it's like, I don't understand Mm -hmm. why people would do that because whoever's following it, well, they just unfollow it once they no. see the content's different? Uh-uh. Not always. Because you could take over. Well, no. Not always. Uh-uh. That's it depends who it is. But true. Um, I just, like, I don't pay too much attention to it. Um, it's just, like, with acting, like, you get so many, I guess they're mostly non-union jobs that you deal with people that want to hire you if you have X amount of followers. What difference does it make? Can you go there? Can you do the scene? Do you get what's going on? You know? And <laughs> I know. It's a shame. Yeah. Because with acting, you get sides. It's just, I don't think actresses are reading. If you're going in for an audition, you should be reading all the different lines. All of and the what lines. They're saying. You should know what's going on. Everyone's lines. If you don't lines, know what's yeah. going on, then don't show up to audition just because you have followers or you're showing your ass and shit. Like, I... Oh and that's God, the thing. That's like, the thing. Those button girls. Yeah. yeah I don't it's like disgusting. That. It's and then on sugar baby sites, I mean, it's just... I don't know what they're showing, but 
these may not even be the real photos. And then totally. you, I think you were telling me about celebrities that might have right, celebrity the yacht girl. girls. You know how the dangerous that is? Yeah. I mean, you will get drugged and raped and shit happens. It's not what it once was. Like no. I knew who my people were. Totally. And I don't think people were that devious then. No, now it's, yeah, now everything's so much more anonymous, even though you can find things easier, too. Well, you mean like going through someone's email, Neva? <laughs> <laughs> even though you, you speak to crazy women sometimes, not crazy, but just passionate women. And that's another thing. Instead of using psycho or crazy, you always got to use a passionate word. Like, you know, I know I feel really I'm passionate, passionate about this. I feel passionate yeah. about things. I just think I'm very passionate about you. And I just don't understand the dynamics with you and your ex-wife. And I'm just, I'm just so sorry. It's just my feelings. It's just these emotions for you. That's it, genius. The P word is the word, not psycho. Now, passion. passionate. Because it comes I across. I fucking love that. Yeah. I am passionate. It comes across better with you because you look exotic. If you were a white blonde girl, I mean, white blonde hair, blue eyes, it won't work. Yeah. You know. That, exotic people yes. are passionate we, people. Exactly, exactly. Like, I thought, you know, I thought you were, like, something like a Middle Eastern or whatever, but... Oh, <laughs> I did. I didn't know if you were... Well, someone has asked me that before. Yeah, people always ask that. Um, like, like acting agencies or people are always, like, or even growing Ambiguous, up, yeah. people would always ask me, like, if I was Eastern European or, like, what yeah, the background was. was. And it's interesting because then you have, like, the Sultan of Brunei, and this is a known fact. He would fly porn stars down there back in the 90s. I do know of them and some of them that would go down there, but there were so many girls there, you'd have to wait to be called on. And maybe you would Why? Because maybe... he'd be like effing. Yeah, that. and you'd have to get shots and shit. But I had a friend that worked for customs that would like go through these. I mean, they get watches and expensive jewelry and things like that. That's but so I mean, fascinating. That's, like, that's just flat out. That is, that's not really a sugar baby. That's more on the other side of things where some people would call it prostitution, but they saw it differently. Yeah. Have you ever read Joan Collins' book, Poor Little Bitch Girl? Yeah. Oh, you have? Of course, Oh my yes. God, I read it too. Like, it's, it's a great so book, good. She's um, right. I mean, she's so Were nice. you ever flown to like a really wealthy like Shah or Prince or... I was asked many times and I said no. Interesting. I probably have millions of dollars, but I didn't want to because I just didn't feel like being in a contained environment. Totally. Feeling like yeah, you it kind of me. feels like I want to go animals. Some, yeah, yeah, like being carted like, along. First of all, I don't want to deal with the other girls. That's like lowering your IQ level. Secondly, totally. You There's know, lots of like, dummies. I, yes, and then they get into a competitive thing. Well, he bought me a car. Well, he bought me a watch. Well, he bought me a watch. I don't want to deal with you. Totally. And it's not a jealousy thing or anything. No, it's, it's just, just annoying shit to yeah. talk about. Yeah, I get it. Then I'd, I'd, I'd rather hang out with someone, you know, that I know that I really like and get along with. Yeah, absolutely. I don't want to deal with this whole thing. It's like you go to these clubs or these bars. It's like nine or ten girls. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Like all around one guy. And I get it. It's an ego thing. But oh, how do you feel about The Bachelor? <sighs> he's not. He is not hot. <laughs> I think it's stupid. The franchise. It's like, it's ridiculous. I know the yeah. guy that was the showrunner of that. Okay. I love him because I think he's really super smart. Yeah. And he looks like he should be a rock star, which he is. But I just don't... To me... Okay, like the show... For that, for me, that's not my cup of tea. Totally, me either. It's just the concept of all these girls, to me, I just couldn't deal with them because they're just, it's just dumb. It's just it's ridiculous, like, oh, yeah. And a guy, like, if a guy likes you, he's going to do whatever. Even get you an engagement ring from a gumball machine and give it oh, to yeah. you. Yeah. 
Was that cute though when that happened to you, or was it? Or no, did you he hate it? Because he snored at night. I don't like people who snore. <laughs> if I have to deal with that, and you have to go in your belly, fine. Then stop snoring. If I have to, if I have to take a pillow and like oh, suffocate you, I will. But no, um, he snored and he never fixed it. Okay, problem. Even if he fixed it, he has a pot belly. Oh, okay, problem too. Now this is why Samantha likes Smith. Okay. And I'm that version of Samantha. I'm yeah. very shallow when it comes to men. I'm like a shallow No, hell. you just have preferences. And there's well, nothing wrong with that. Everyone has us. things they like. Yeah, they have things that they like. They like mm-hmm. a specific look. They like right. a specific personality. And we're all the same. Like, we all like... Our, I mean, we're same in the way that we all want a certain thing. Or else you break up with the person. Okay, well, let me ask you this. What would you do? Okay, so you could tell a lot about a guy by the type of woman he's with. Mm-hmm. What if you date a guy that dates just someone dumb and helpless before and stupid and out of shape and just didn't take care of themselves? What would that say about the guy? That he had low standards. But then let's say he's with you after. And he got lucky. <laughs> <laughs> you won the lottery. It's your lucky day. I guess that he was aim- aiming low and didn't think he could do any better. Maybe he had less money. And then, <laughs> then he, he got a promotion. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. No. Wait, how much you paying her? Um, then he dated me after. I guess maybe that he's a that he's not basing it off of looks or personality. I don't know if if the person was a total dud before dud. me. Dud. No, they, yeah. yeah, you're right, probably. I think that sometimes, like, uh, looking at people's pasts, like, when I do, the people mm-hmm. who I have dated mm-hmm. before, either they've dated people who've had, like, some similar features, like, that always plays a part of it, or or um, they, either they were fun, or they were pretty, or, but weren't both. Right. And then they met me and I was the combination. Maybe. <laughs> So then you like stop looking. Betty and Veronica right now, yes. Lucky. I know, I know, that's I'm just all. like. Yes. Yeah, sure, that's fine. I'll buy that. But they're lucky? Sometimes they're lucky, yes, they're lucky. We liked that one. We should have stopped yes. there. No, we're, we were good lucky, with that. Yes. Yeah, guys, you're just lucky. What about you? What if you were dating? Oh, is this something that happened? Is that why you I'm had a real asking, answer? Oh, oh, yeah. Of that, to me, um, if I saw someone's ex was like this or that, maybe I thought they like just. Like a slob or? Oh, just everything boring and this and that, and they didn't care and they're needy. I just say, you know, they didn't meet me, and that's all. And it probably is not going to last because this is the type of woman they're used to dating. So it'll be great for a while until it's not something they could handle. Oh, because then it becomes intimidating. Because I would think, oh, they're ready. They saw that that didn't work. They met me or you, and it's like a breath of fresh air. This person's interesting. They're fun. They're dynamic. They're beautiful. Mm -hmm. But then there is that side of men who get really intimidated because I feel like they're losing control. Because oh, yeah. they can oh, control exactly. that sloppy person. <laughs> but <sighs> these are two like people that you maybe scarier. Yeah, like I had higher a guy stakes. Once said, oh, um, you know, you're uh, you're too worldly for me. Yeah, probably I am. And you know, that's yeah, true. that would be intimidating. I like guys who like exotic foods too, and different foods, and traveling, and yeah. experiences, and and if you talk about a topic, they can jump on board with you or find out. You know? Yeah, you know, it's yeah. just like it's anything else. But I think you know, if a guy just wants that uh, like potatoes and steak, I just can't do that. I like no, everything. That's boring. I agree. Like Middle America, yeah, or like Middle Canada. Or Middle whatever. America guys are cute. Yeah. You know, they make them big in the Midwest. But mm-hmm. I just think it's more fun if you can go out and like have food with a belly dancer, or you're dancing around, have like food and stuff like that. Yeah. Like different experience, enriching experiences. Yeah, yeah cultured yeah. experiences. I agree. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. So on you that. look like a belly dancer. 
Me? Yeah, just your face, like the hair. And <laughs> I'm telling you, it's just, you should be doing belly dancing. <laughs> I took like a belly dancing class, so I remember it was a lot of like pushing the stomach out. I remember the teacher had the stomach that was like really yeah, coming skinny. out. <laughs> so I was like, I don't want that body. You know. <laughs> yeah, it could be really cool. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll take a belly dance. Don't class. put on the weight. You don't need to. Oh, no, no, no. I don't want <laughs> yeah, to. Okay. No, I want to lose it. I don't want to gain it. Yeah. yeah no, foot. I know. Okay, I mean, yeah. yeah. No, you're fine. Yeah. But you know, I'm in a good the space. Belly, the, that's, that's I don't weird. want that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was fun being on here. And I just hope that more men will take the dive um, in person with women at the bar. And once they start asking you for too much stuff off the bat, that is not a sugar baby sugar daddy relationship that is just flat out prostitution and that is more than likely someone you'll meet once or twice and goes into the category of a gold digger oh so if girls start asking guys there's like straight right off, the, off bat. the bat so build up the friendship so and girls weird. chill out learn to have a conversation mm-hmm. and you know be mellow but don't undersell yourselves either and don't sleep with someone on the first date yeah wow and this is sugar baby advice sugar or just baby. dating in general? No, too. sugar baby. I'm sugar baby. Date, please, my moral compass is not point due north. Wow. <laughs> in the real dating world, yes, I have not. As well, yeah. In the real world, sleep with someone on the first date. If you want to. Yeah. And then on the sugar baby world, don't no, do that. Yeah. That's so, I love that. That's so in interesting. In the real world, you could sleep. I slept with guys in the first date. Well, oh my God. I? Yeah, yeah, I have. And it's lasted a long time. All yeah. the time. It's fun. Come on. You want to get that out of the way. I want to know what's going on. You want to know if <laughs> this know is if like two inches or ten inches or three inches or zero inches or if they can even get it up. But yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally. And oh, another thing, girls. Um, yeah, just carry, I mean... Just always know your worth and don't always like go into a competition thing with your friends and what you get as gifts from men. That's the other thing because then it doesn't become productive. Totally. I love it. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, this was amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Gracias. Yay, we did it.